Welcome back to another episode of the Three Day Work Weeks podcast. If you're watching me on YouTube, you'll see I am decked in a Valentine's Day look. Of course, it's not Valentine's Day when you're listening to or watching this because I batch ahead, but this year I've just really been in the mood for celebrating all the holidays. Even going home to Savannah for St. Patrick's Day, which hopefully this will come out before then, but yeah, I don't know how y'all are feeling, but I think like in the last couple years, I've just started to feel like celebrating all the holidays and all the little moments along the way. So anyway, if you are new here, the Three Day Work Weeks podcast, I am Kate Waldo-Jones and I'm a systems and efficiency expert. I love helping you, an entrepreneur, as a millennial, work three-day work weeks, live an easier and more enjoyable life, work smarter, not harder, all the things that give you a life without the hustle and you do what you're passionate about. I've been thinking on how I can bring even more value to this podcast and I think it's great to talk conceptually but sometimes you need concrete examples and that's when something really hits and actually sinks in for me at least and a great example of leveraging your team leaning on your systems how this can be a challenge and what to do in these situations came up a few weeks ago so back in the beginning of January I have an Airbnb property we have our Airbnb on autopilot program have with Madeline Rayford Holland. She's like a insane expert at Airbnb properties. And we have our property and in the depending on where you live, low season is different times of year, but January, February is a lower, slower season, especially for us here in Pensacola, Florida, because most people come for the beach. And this is just the ick time of year not as busy and not as many events so we had a slower month but it we had a booking that came in that was a short booking and the what the guests paid was just a just enough that we would make a little bit of profit on top of after we paid for our cleaning service and to have the linens professionally cleaned. And this kind of put me in a little bit of a dilemma and really pulled me for a moment out of thinking like a true business owner and CEO. So I want to talk through what happened and how I navigated it and what ended up happening in the end. Because even after you are you hit six figures or you're in my case like well beyond that and have been consistently doing that for years you still have times where you can freak yourself out or fall into kind of a lack mindset or just confuse yourself about something that seems so obvious if you were to see someone else in the same situation so we get this booking for just enough to 
cover the expenses of cleaning the house and a little bit of profit left over. And the reason that we have professional cleaners is because I'm a professional organizer, but I hate cleaning. It's not my thing. I'm not very good at it. And we have a luxury property, so it's very important to have the property up to the standards that we set. And professional cleaning is definitely part of that. We also typically take our sheets and linens and towels to a wash and fold because we sometimes have to flip, oftentimes have to flip the Airbnb so quickly because we have new guests coming in that we don't have enough time to do the laundry in the house and get it all done before the next guest comes. And at home, I don't have the best washer and dryer. <laughs> I had to get it in 2021 and like the very beginning of 2021 when supply chain stuff was still a disaster and I didn't have many options of what I could get and I had never bought a washer and dryer before and I didn't know that it really matters to spend like an extra few hundred dollars to get a little bit nicer of a washer and dryer because mine is nice enough it works fine but it'll spin towels into or like bedding it'll just spin it into a, a bird's nest and never dries and so it ends up taking me because we have a our Airbnb sleep six that's a lot of bed bedding and we so if we have a full all that takes me two to three days to do all the laundry at home I also am not a big fan of doing laundry I don't really know anyone who is a huge fan of doing laundry, but so that takes time. Cleaning takes time. Two things that I don't really like and I'm not super great at. And so I was, but I was about to do it anyway because I was like, oh, I can't even imagine we just got this booking and we're barely going to make anything from it. What's the point? I should just do all the work, right? That's just being completely honest with you guys. That's where my head was at. And I was talking this through with one of my really good friends who is also a business owner. And she just was hearing me out. But when I said it out loud, I started to realize, okay, Kate, this is what you do. This is what you're good at. Think about the time that you're going to spend doing all that laundry and cleaning that house by yourself. Even if I just were to offload one piece of it to our team that we have in place and maybe say have it cleaned, but I still do the laundry. That's two to three days of my time. And I'm not talking all day, but I'm doing other stuff. So it takes that much time to get it dry and move the stuff over. Yada. Um, so when I thought about what outside of the context of the payment from the guest and in the context of me as a business owner, that really opened my eyes to, okay, if I were going to spend two days of my time, is that worth more than, let's just say, $200 for the cleaning and the laundry? Yes, absolutely. My time as a CEO of a business, multiple businesses, 
is much more well spent over a 48-hour period doing high-level tasks, working on the business, making sure that things are running well, and we are even just not even doing that much, like just sharing on to my email list and my stories about a promotion that I have coming up. It, in no time, one sale of one of our programs pays for w- way more than that time that I would have saved by, and that money that I would have saved by doing the work myself for the Airbnb. So that was a big, that was my shifting point was like, okay, in the scheme of things, I'm talking about $200. That is not, when you get to, at different points in your life, different dollar amounts mean different things to you. But when you are at, when you've got a six-figure business, $200 in the scheme of things is not a lot of money. And that's something that you can make pretty easily by an more what more than $200 you can make pretty easily by leveraging your time in a more in a smarter way so that clicked for me and I was like all right if we're talking about 200 bucks like this is stupid I shouldn't spend my time there and what ended up happening which is where the moral to all this story is is I said okay I had the cleaner set up to go and I took all the linens and towels to the laundromat to do the wash and fold and then right after that we got another booking and it was for more money and then not long after that like a couple days later we got another booking for even more money and then we ended up getting a booking for an entire month so now we're booked through the beginning of March so That to me was like light bulbs going off all over the place. It was a combination of logic and like business things that you think of. And also from an energetic standpoint was that when I leaned into the systems that I have in place, the team that I have in place to provide a service at a certain level, that is when everything goes really smoothly because by doing the cleaning myself, doing the laundry myself, that wouldn't actually be giving the next guest the five-star experience that we promise. And so translate that into, say you have a service-based business. If you are a photographer and normally you say you outsource one piece of what you do and let's just say okay you're a photographer and you typically deliver your stuff in a gallery an online gallery but you're trying to save a couple dollars because really they only spent like they got it on a promo they got their session on a promo and you like you have to pay every time you utilize that portal even if it's just a couple dollars, but you're like, oh, I don't know. I don't want to take away from that bottom line profit. And so you deliver the images in an email or something like that. And then the email is too big for the customer to open. And, or you have to send it in a couple different emails. And they're not just, they're not getting the five-star experience 
that you normally give from your business. Whereas if you did it with your systems, with your beautiful online gallery, and they had ways to download the photos and do prints, and they have there's all these options for upsells, all of these things, they get that full five-star experience from you no matter what they're paying, and they want to work with you again. What's really ironic about all of this is that the people who booked for a month their parents had stayed in the home, in our property and they loved it so much that their kids decided to book it for an entire month and getting maintaining that quality experience is really important the episode just before this episode 33 how to impress your audience is all about how you leverage those systems and processes to impress your audience But I just wanted to give you a real-world example of what that looks like and following through with your systems, your processes, leveraging your team in the same way and making sure that you stay high level as a CEO always serves you well. It always serves your customer, your client the best. So keep that in mind whenever you get in sticky situations. Obviously, be smart financially. If you can't afford it, you can't afford it. But That's where on the front end, you want to think about what is your minimum threshold so that you don't get in a situation where you have to cut corners in the way that you deliver your product or service in order to make ends meet. So in in our professional organizing company, like people can't work with us for less than $600. And that's one day with one organizer. So that is, we know that is our minimum. So that's enough to cover cost and expense and everything that is included in the package and the service that we provide. So we're never cutting ourselves, undercutting ourselves to a point where we're having to deliver way more than we're getting paid for and we have to cut corners to make it all happen. So I hope that example was helpful. If you guys like this and you maybe want to give me like a scenario that you'd like for me to play out on these episodes I would love to do that so shoot me a dm on instagram at kate waldo and co or you can email us support at kate waldo and co.com all of that will be linked in the show notes and then if you're curious about leveraging systems for your own business our signature program smarter not harder three-day work weeks for millennial entrepreneurs is available to you and it's go at your own pace you have lifetime access to it it's got a lot of really fantastic information in it so I will link that in the show notes below but it's on our website katewaldonco.com slash smarter not harder so I'll catch you guys next time